Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And uh, oh, here come the Diamondbacks. And, and there's my Cubs fandom safe and sound. Man. Yeah, it's sad because you don't want to jump off the bandwagon. Sad because everybody who's like, oh, this is kind of fun. Uh, seemingly, the air was let out of the tires last night. Uh, 10 nothing looks terrible. But let's just find that silver lining, shall we? one nothing would have been the exact same result. You don't win any games ever if you don't score a run. So the 10 part looks really bad. The zero is what it is. No matter what, you were going to lose that game. So you take your clunker and you walk away. My takeaway from the game is the Diamondbacks are out of their depth. This is not a... I hate to say this. It's, it's you know... It's what Sports Talk won't say. They're going to try to like, ah, Tori Lavello does it. It's not. It's just a team that all around isn't supposed to be there, and it's yeah, starting it's, to show. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You know. Yeah. Now, is it over? Absolutely not. But the eye test in your first two games with your ace and your two looked a lot like the team around them was not quite there. And you're right. Not yet. Maybe a and year from now. And some were saying they came off its, you know... Four in a row, two playoff games. So did everybody else, though. I know, but the only one that hit held through are the Rangers. They're... Well, that's what I mean. Oh, nobody ever. I mean, the the Phillies lost a game they shouldn't have lost. But they, you know, any this is where I don't like local sports talk radio, as they say, come up with a stupid excuse like, "Oh, they're playing with delay." That you know, stop it. Everybody goes through that the travel part and all the stuff with baseball <laughs> and who's got one game and you missed this one. Yeah. It's not like they're flying spirit. Right, they're exactly. delayed planes. Yeah, you got popped. You, you came out and you, you shocked the world with your Brewers and your Dodgers. You were going to lose a game. I mean, if you got the, I mean, the Rangers, the only ones who were like surprised, and they're going to lose a game. The, if the Rangers sweep the Astros, everyone will be shocked. And then the Rangers will get into the World Series and the Phillies will be. They're going to lose. You're not going to throw this thing unscathed. But, you know, you went to Philly, you lost two games in Philly the way it's supposed to be, the way it schedules out. 
Now you got to win all three here to keep, and then you got to steal one in Philadelphia. That's the deal. So that Phillies team is just—they they hit, man. That's they're—they're they're healthy. They were in it last year. People forget that they won ninety plus games this year, and they got healthy in August. So. They're they're not exactly some team that's surprising people. They're supposed and it looks like that. When you watch the game, it looks like one team that's supposed to be there and another team that's like, all right, what do we do? It's almost like they're asking for directions. But uh, you know, that's up to Lavello and the rest of the crew to get that team all prepped up. Thursday afternoon is when the game tomorrow it's tomorrow at two o'clock. I'm curious what it's gonna look like. I don't feel much buzz. Do you? As far as the D-backs As far go? as the city goes and stuff, no. it feels kind of like, oh, all right. Uh, like when the Suns were surprisingly good again. The whole city got involved. I think it's kind of like we were saying. I don't think people are expecting them they to don't be believe where it. they're at. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah, you might be right. People don't buy it. I don't think people are believing this is a... Well, the is, crowd was you know. pretty lathered up. Yeah, but after the two, you know, dropping the first two, that that's probably what I'm saying. It's like, I just days. don't... You, but the crowds are going to be, because they're people obviously interested. I'm talking about like... The buzz in the town. When the suns were going, it's all you see people in suns gear all over the place, and people are talking. There's stickers on cars, and, and not that I'm saying that they the Diamondbacks are going to have that, but that run that the suns made, it was you know bars were packed full. I think you were expecting it from the suns, though. Like you know, yeah. you had you Book, looked at that, you team, know, you had man. Chris Paul, you, you know, and and as the year went on, you're like these guys are going to be hard to beat. Yeah. Like this one, so I don't think you ever felt that with the Diamondbacks. I don't think during the season you're like. Steam can make a huge run. Now, I talked to our salesperson, David Haar, yesterday, oh, who made the claim. The genius. The genius. That's right. The baseball genius who made the claim that he's been saying this since April. Oh, yeah. And he came up to me yesterday. He goes, what's going on? And I said, I don't talk to you anymore. I said, you make, <laughs> you make wild, wizardly claims. And, you're, and he laughed. And he goes, I heard you talking about it. And he goes, I never said they'd win the World Series. I'm like, that. Brett said that who saw this coming? And you said, I did. This guy right here. And he goes, you have to understand, I'm just a super fan. And I'm like, so you weren't, like, calling your shot. You were just basically saying, I'm blind to the Diamondbacks and rooting for them. I, I believe every single player on the team is the best player in baseball because I'm a Diamondbacks loyalist. And when you follow a team that closely, you start looking and saying, Alec Thomas is the best center fielder in baseball because you, that's the one you see, the one you root for. You only look at the positives and... They're just wrong. No, I never said he was going to. I never said he said he were going to win it. But yeah. I said, you know, with this run, I'm like, whoever saw this coming, that's when he's I like, knew. oh, I did. I knew this was going to happen. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. We'll see. And it's not over. Again, it's not over. They could pull off a win Thursday and a win Friday, and the next thing you know, the whole thing's back in Changes your favor. The whole thing. I just don't see them in a position where they're supposed to be. They have not shown. It's the way the Dodgers look like something was wrong with them when the Diamondbacks... People were saying, what's wrong with the Dodgers? Not, oh my God, the Diamondbacks are great. Uh, what are the, the Brewers blew it. The, Do- the Dodgers blew it. The Diamondbacks haven't gone and just beaten somebody, at least in perception. They've been like, wow, they, they handled them pretty well. And then, what's wrong with the Dodgers? And we knew what was wrong with the Dodgers. They're pitching one away. So it's like, ah, valid reasons why they lost to a team they shouldn't have lost to. Anyway, we'll see. And I'm kind of stacked. I'm, oh yeah, exactly. I, I'm kind of torn between who to root for because you know, as we discussed a week ago, if I root for the Diamondbacks and they get to the World Series, I have uh, all the heat of saying that I would become a Diamondbacks fan because I hated my Cubs this year so much. Now, not because I hated them because they were bad or, or good. I just I'm just tired of them. They're pissing me off, <laughs> and maybe it's time to leave that relationship, start a new one. 
But Diamondbacks suck most of the time, too, and it's not exactly like I'm chasing front runners. I just don't have any passion for it. So, But I would have to grow that. We'll see. They could still shock me. Maybe we play a little Corey Feldman at the Diamondbacks game. A little comeback king. It's not a bad idea. Everybody, I'm the comeback, comeback king. And be like, yeah, Feldman will get you motivated. What do they got, like, Jesse McCartney doing National Anthem or something? On oh, Tuesday? is that guy yeah. doing anything? I think that's the horn guy. Yeah. I mean, they should, have, they should have Feldman there. Is that who's doing it? I thought that's what I read. Okay. Oh, no. He might be doing God Bless America or something. because He's doing the, uh, it's the retired U.S. Navy Petty Officer First Class Stephen Powell is going to be doing the anthem. I know he's doing something with them. Oh, Jesse McGuire is his name, right? Jesse McGuire. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Doesn't matter. <laughs> He'll do one of them, I'm yeah. sure. He's not doing Thursday. Well, this is three and four. Maybe he's doing four. Ugh. This guy, uh, Stephen Powell, is going to do it on Thursday. It was the winner of something called Voice of the Ocean. Is he a merman? Is that what? How does that work? How do you win that? I guess in the Navy, if you sing loud enough, you did become... Did he beat Jason Momoa? Yeah, he, he did. He actually did. He, and he threw a trident through him right afterwards. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty amazing, Stephen Powell. I'm, I'm impressed. But, yeah, we'll see. There it is. The national anthem on Thursday. The anthem on Friday is uh, the, the voice of the ocean. Thursday is Dr. Jerry Jesse Maguire. That's it. So it is tomorrow's game. Okay. He's going to blow that trumpet. Doctor of brass. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Haven't they done this? I mean, it only worked once. When they had him roll out in 2001 and play all of them, and everybody lost their minds for it. Well, you thought, you th- no, it, it, like, because they were there in like 2007 and again, and they drug McGuire out a few more times and they lost. So, not much of a tradition when you keep losing. But they'll bring him out there. 25th anniversary. They should bring the old team out. The 25th anniversary Diamondbacks should come strolling out onto the field and hand baseballs to kids or something. That would be pretty cool. But nobody likes Kurt Schilling, so you can't do it. Everybody thinks he's a dick. He'd be there. And he'd show up. That's why everybody's like... something else going on. I guarantee you, when they try to reunite the, the Diamondbacks in 2001, everybody's like, hey, Luis, you want to do this? Yeah, sure. Who else is going to be there? Oh, Randy and Mark and Matt Williams, and uh, we're going to bring Jay back, and Tony Womack's agreed to do it, and we got Finley and uh, Kurt. Oh, Kurt's going? Never mind. I'm out. Ah, oh, God damn it. I got a Sanderson commercial yeah, to cut, I got, so I got, I'm I got busy. to shoot some spots. And we lost Gonzalez because of goddamn Schilling. Can someone go give Schilling COVID real quick and keep him away? Anyway, Diamondback fans, don't worry. People who want to just have fun with this. Three games here at home. Supposed to win the home games. And who knows? By the end of the weekend, you could be saying, hey, 3-2 lead Diamondbacks going back to Philly. You'd take that. Anybody'd take that. If I told you, you know, you were. if I told you in May, hey, I've seen the future. You're in the NLCS. You're down 0-2 and coming home. Uh, do you want to take it? Every single person back in May would have yes. said, Oh, yes. So don't be too down right now. Don't be too down about it right now. Now, down 0-3, you're going to lose this series. They lose Thursday, they're going to lose That's this series. That's a tough comeback. You're, you're not coming That's... back. It's not happening. It's happened like once. And it's never going to not This team is not going to be the one that breaks out of that. So just live with this. You have to win Thursday, or the whole place is going to be Philly fanatics Friday. Friday night will be just Philly fans celebrating. That's going to be the thing I want to see most. What's the crowd going to be? An awful lot of one, 
50-50? Or will one team from the road kind of dominate this thing? I think the Phillies It won't look too lopsided because both can wear red. They wear the red. So, it's yeah, the crowd visually won't be bad, but the, the noises will be like, well, that was interesting. Trey Turner just got a single and the place blew up. That's... Does Philly travel well? I think so. Ugh. Megan was on a flight from Philly to here yesterday and said the whole plane was just packed full of Philly fans coming here for the weekend, for the games. God. So, they're back. With jugs of water. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, thanks, guys. You're back, Philly fan. Oh, boy. We went for the Super Bowl and loved it out there. We're going back. They've got great filtered water. Oh, they're back. Cheesesteaks leave a little to be desired. I can't stand you guys. Your water ice and your flex seal. And your fillies. And your beards. You're all hippies. The whole city's just full of dirty hippies. Yuck. Uh, and then I got this thing. This is pretty funny. I got an email from a guy who said, uh, I don't know what to do. I'm going to ask Brady this. Sort of a what would Brady do? Uh, 22 days ago, he said, I went to uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. Spent four days there helping my friend prep for his wedding. 22 days ago, they were married. I uh, spent a fortune on this thing. Not uh, just that money, but time over the last year helping prep this thing and being one of the groomsmen. Well, she took some extra D. He just found out they're done. I Ooh. want my money back. What happens? 22-day marriage. you got to go the Brady route. You spent money on the present, destination wedding. Uh you needed to put that on some sort of layaway for those people. Brady wouldn't have spent money on the present. That's yet. right. I mean, he's got a couple months. Brady's new uh, super, super duper uh, cheap, frugal, I guess. I guess there are better hey, words jealous. for that. Yeah. I'm jealous because I got hosed on the last I one. I don't buy wedding learn, presents. Yeah. I, 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 I bought two presents before and right. I said I'm not doing that again. I still Didn't do it on the guy's guru. third wedding. I, have to, I, I still owe a friend of mine a wedding present from... Six years ago, because I told them, I said, what we're going to do for you, because they were talking about wanting pets. And I said, uh, you pick it, and I'm going to get you a dog. I'll, I'll, I'll foot the bill for your new best friend. I'm like, that'll be my deal. And they're like, all right. And then they had a bunch of cats that, like uh, in their neighborhood, and they took one in because they felt bad because they, they live on a mountain preserve. And the cat came in, and they're like, well, we can't live out here. So then they got cats, and like, I think we love the cats. And I'm like, well, that's my present then. He <laughs> mushed you cat. enough. You're fine. That's right. He's mushed way past that. <laughs> a stray cat showed up at their house, and that's technically the wedding gift. Best thing I've ever uh, scammed in my life, because I was all willing to go. You know, I said, you just have to do it through the shelter, and I'll pay all the adoption fees and do all that stuff, and that'll be your present. And they were all for it. Well, then they took in stray cats, and I'm like, all right, there you go. You're welcome. Wars, the wake-up song, and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. 
Holmberg's Morning Sickness. But Brady's plan of no gifts for six months has panned out beautifully because the last wedding you went to, it didn't last six months. And so you didn't have to get him a present. That wedding cost you exactly zero dollars. It was one night of your life to go have free food and booze and a couple of drinks. I don't know that you were drinking too much, but Ronnie probably had a few. And sick, no money. This is a brilliant. Maybe you pay. You tipped the valet for the car because we had to park. That was brilliant. So yeah, do you do? It's. I think it's the risk you run when people have one of those. We're getting married in Vancouver's, and you're like, okay. I think the word no needs to be more prevalent in people's lives. Yeah, well, first of all, um, if this is your best buddy and you're lining that up, you know, helping him with a wedding, that's kind of on you. The second, the guy, his uh, brief wife, took the extra D. Yeah. Then hear one thing about, how's your buddy doing? Why don't you check on your Don't care, Brady. First. He's fine. We'll take care of that. I want my money back. I'm with him. I'm like, I got this whole emotional side. Yeah, all right. You're good. And then you guys start going. All right, you guys start. You owe a lot of people a lot of money. Let's let's get it all out. While we're while we're at rock bottom, let's sort out everything. Let's not yeah, let's I mean, not pussy this is foot around. Elaborate it. to go out there for almost a week, but twenty two days. Well, four days. That that's a pretty good amount of time for most people to get up there, get everything settled, get the rooms right. You know, he basically had his checklist liaison, and the guy volunteered to do that job. You got the rehearsal dinner. That's a, that's you got to get there three days in advance for sure. Golf outing maybe or something. Maybe like that. I don't know. You're thinking about you know more about you know the events when you go to a wedding and you've got to help somebody. It sucks because you are part of the wedding plan at that. point. Well, if you're the groom and you're doing a lot of stuff, you're doing it wrong. I agree with that too. I don't know what the groom's doing, but you have to go to the rehearsal dinner, which I don't understand. Can't the rehearsal dinner just be the wedding? Like the re- like how 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 much most do you people need to- enjoy the rehearsal dinner. What do you need to rehearse? This has been done a billion times over again, the exact same way. You'll you'll make it down the, the design aisle. is to have both families have an intimate night together. To both families can off. They hardly get along ever. They do that at Thanksgiving and Christmas, and they're gonna you know when they're gonna have that time together. The wedding itself, the next day, and the rehearsal dinner is proof that the wedding is a pain in everyone's ass. Look, let's just have a small, intimate get-together so we, before the guests and everything show up and make this chaos. And by it, the way... It's you, turned into the uh, the groom. Hey, wait. Yeah. Uh, you know, the bride's dad or parents are picking up the entire wedding. Right. You guys need to do you something. You foot the bill for at least... We're going to fake it once, and you're going to pay for the dinner for everybody. And in, no matter how you walk down the aisle in the end, you're still married. So settle down about whether or not you get the wedding walk right. Or, then the song will play. What song? Oh, that, you know, the... The one that plays at all of them when the bride walks down, that's how that works. It's the stupidest thing in the world. So 22 days ago, this dude was in Vancouver thinking, all right, my buddy's getting married. This is nice. And 22 days later, he's out of gift. He's out to, I say that's the risk you take. What you should have done, it's too late now. No. Take the Holmberg approach. Done with weddings in life. Well, we did the man goop me and the boys we all had the we all had this rule that like if you didn't if you didn't make it at least one year you buy your bachelor party back for everybody everybody that went you're buying it back that's a good rule and you make it known absolutely no yeah come in yeah but then you got to say well and that's different with your buddy man goop who gets married every thursday Is that look, man? Goop, we've done enough for you. With there's weddings. just no bachelor party. Yeah, well, there's no reason. Well, he can't for afford to buy them back. <laughs> right? I mean, come on. At this point, all he's got so many. Pay all those ladies. He can't pay his friends too. Yeah. If <laughs> if if the bride and groom have to pay each other a certain amount. Yeah. Twenty two days. You didn't even make it a month. 
22 days. You're buying it back. You buy back. It's a buyback plan. Yeah. 90 day money back guarantee. And that should be in the rules of the wedding. All that tradition and stuff like that. Ooh, I that's just, a that's a stinger too, especially in this guy's situation if he has to buy back his bachelor party yeah. because it wasn't his doing. Yeah. Oh, you're done. <laughs> Should have thought about it a little Should've bit thought better about before that. you yep. married the and whore. This is yeah, There you go. That's, <laughs> words of wisdom from Brad. You didn't know better. I got to sit and watch you say forever. You're the one. This is it. Forever, forever. And 22, three weeks later. Nah, it's over. I'm like, wait a second. Didn't we just have this big, I'm proud of you, this is forever, she's the one talk? We found out the guy riding in was the extra D. Could be. (laughs) I want my money back. And Brett's right. Yeah. That that was his money back plan. If I just bone the wife, maybe I can get my cash back for this. But Brett's right. Think about it a little more before you start flying all over the world to get married. Because that, to me, screams. If If your wife or girlfriend has to go to scenic Vancouver, Canada and fall... Uh, she's doing it for the show. She's you're having an Instagram moment. You're not having any sort of serious, you know, wedding gown commitment uh, announcement. She's doing it for the photos. She's doing it for the prestige. She's doing it to show her friends up. She, and clearly, she's not doing it for you because she's winking at some other dude's D while she's got the veil on. And good for her. She pulled it off. You basically been man raped because that's how women rape men is financially. It just start uh, like next thing you know, he's like, "I'm out of money. I don't know what happened." Yeah, because you went to Vancouver to marry her, and then she opened it. Like you know, our friend that got divorced yeah. six before the six month mark of Brady's present, she just basically came back and goes, "You know, I probably shouldn't have done this. I was just so fired up about the wedding part and like all the party. She just wanted this show. She wanted to be in the dress. She wanted she wanted the fashion show. She wanted the shoot. I want a photo shoot, and uh, she got it. And then then they oh uh, he's gonna live with me now. Oh, I didn't know that." So, yeah, you got to be careful. What was the phrase you used there, Brett? Be a little bit more careful before you marry a whore. <laughs> Excellent point. Excellent point. That's a... Uh, it should be T-shirts. I did go outside my own rule about a month ago. Uh-oh. I told you that. My yeah, cousins... Your cousins, and I still don't understand uh, a cousin wedding. Daughter was getting married, and it's destination wedding. Your cousin's daughter? Yeah. Second oh, that's cousin? Even I don't even know... Who, why you would do that? That's ridiculous. And you fired over a present. Yeah, because I couldn't go to the wedding. Fantastic. You know, mostly a family get-together type of deal. And you felt pressure from Bunny that you had to do something. Because yeah. otherwise, my deadbeat son didn't buy you anything. Because I could have, uh, you know, if I... I didn't have to buy a suit or anything like that. Right. I could fly to uh, Seabrook Island. Yeah. And... Um, now, how you would know, you feel if you did all that and 22 days later... They're divorced. Well, if I would have went to the wedding, then I wouldn't, you know, right. no gift until six months. But if you're months. flying, <laughs> your gift was celebrate me home. Yes, Brady's exactly. Coming. But your gift is a plane. I know you, that plane ride. Well, I'm out the money on the plane ride. I couldn't stay at the house. They wouldn't let me freeload. I had to get a room. Here's your Groupon. You'd have been pissed off. Oh. I had to fly on Spirit. I've got COVID got a nice little letter and a card saying, when you come out to Arizona, enjoy the Dolly Steamboat. Yeah, now that's not a bad idea to give them that gift. But I know you. If you'd have flown to Seabrook Island for a wedding and the marriage lasted 22 days, you'd have started wanting a little, some retribution. Where's my reparations? He's yahooing his way through this. Yeah. He's like, okay, so I didn't yeah. have to spend airfare, no yeah. hotels. I'm making out on this deal. Yeah. What did you pull out of your cabinets, wrap, and pretend was new and send over? 
the kettle. No, I went on, I, I went on their, uh, their registry list. <laughs> we got one of those. I'll just fire that over. I, I scan. I'm going to look like, yeah, I go down there. Oh, where's the request? Yeah. Name Sonoma. We got a couple items. Yeah, you like said that, that uh, Ronnie. Uh, I couldn't buff it out to look new <laughs> enough. While you I worked were on Vegas. it for two days. Yeah, because Ed McMahon was on it going, you're going to love it on the box. It's like, this is a new one. Trust me. <laughs> Yeah, when you've got Dick Clark saying, it's the best thing ever purchased in 1982. <laughs> it's for you. It's a retro is what we call that. Ronnie evidently cleaned up some. You said that while you were in Vegas, she went through and got rid of all your hoarding stuff, a lot of it. And what you came back and probably said was, hey, that was a whole warehouse of wedding presents, you dummy. Put them back. <laughs> I'm not hoarding. It's a store. 22 days. Man, oh, man. Hope he enjoyed Vancouver. Great town. This guy says, my spoiled brat niece is getting married in Malibu in January. I got the stink eye from the family, and I told him, we're not going to that. Uh, and where's my gifts from my uncle I've ignored for 25 years? No, I'm not going to that. Your niece is... Ha- I haven't, I don't even know her name. That's Doug, uh, Doug Hopkins asked me that. I told you that a while ago. My daughter's getting married, and I'm not going to invite you. Like, right. That's the right thing to do. You think you're making a joke, but thank you. Well, I mean... If I did, would you come? Absolutely not. I'm, I I know your daughter. I've met her twice. She doesn't care if I'm there. That, it has nothing to do with me. I don't want to go. What about if I got married? I'm like, you're in your 50s, man. No. <laughs> you, should be do, you shouldn't be having a big Barbie celebration for your wedding. I'll come to a party that you throw a few days later. I don't have to buy you any. You're in your 50s. You've got more money than everybody at your wedding. You shouldn't be asking for things. No. You know what's funny is those destination weddings. It's like you said from the beginning. It's real easy to, you know, say, no, I'm not going. Yep. The bride and groom. They don't care. They don't care. Their eyes they, on they a they different gotta, ball. Some of those are obligatory invites, whether, you know, it's the the bride's mom. Oh, we have to invite uh, so-and-so. Yeah, 22 days. Yeah. You your cousin wouldn't have known if you were there or not. They got so much stuff going on. There's no it, way. Well, they were Unless very, they were very sad. I mean, I'm they sure. wanted me to. <laughs> this one says, uh, "John, know the party arrives." This is, <laughs> this is Britt, who was uh, trying to get on the Vegas trip. Remember, Britt was talking to Adam Ray. Said, "Engaged for 27 years. Insurance made us get married. Uh, in my shop, it cost us four hundred dollars. We've been together for 43 years. Four hundred dollar marriage. Perfect. Perfect." It is a waste of a lot of time and effort and energy. I can't believe, you know, every year it goes up, but they're like the average wedding. Well, you know what's great? 27 k It's insane. Like I see it every day. Every uh, weekend. The generation 30 and younger, not interested in it at all. And they're right. They're 100% right. Every time you see a science story saying we're going to live to be 100, think about marriage. And now they've just bumped that up 15 years. Of you spending that kind of time with one person, uh, it, uh, it doesn't work for most people. Some and there'll always be that person like well, we're married for like thousand years. And we uh, great, good for you. You're ten percent of the population. Most people have a couple mulligans along the way, and then have the nerve to say I'm getting married and have another wedding. I th- I say you're allowed one, uh, and unless your spouse drops dead. You can't have a second. From there on, it's justice of the peace. Have to. You're allowed one. Now, if you're a double up, 
and you're marrying somebody who hasn't been married yet, her friends owe her. Yours don't owe you. You don't, nobody actually really wants you. I want you to witness our love. Well, then let me come watch you rail your wife a couple of times. Let me cuck this thing. That's, I'll be there for your wedding night if that's what you're offering up, because. Uncle Brady. Right. I I want you to see us love each other. All right. I'll watch Ronnie go reverse cowgirl on you, but I'm not going to spend money on a British Columbia trip for you to, fingers crossed, hope that this thing works out. On top of that, nobody wants to go to the ceremony itself. Nobody wants to I mean, this especially those long Catholic ones, those hour and a half things. Those people, no. those people. That's just. Those people are just. You're an ass. You're an you asshole. You do that. You're just an asshole. If you're having a Catholic wedding, you invite only your family. Yeah. You bring, and even they're going to be pissed. And none of your non-Catholic friends. Yeah. We're not supposed to be there. I've been to two Catholic weddings in my life. Never, ever, ever, ever again. And that was when I was like 27 was the last one. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not Catholic. I don't have to sit through your ceremony. I'll go to like this is ridiculous. Three and a half hours. I broke. I broke the uh, the string on that. My brother had Catholic man sister. The long ceremony, the hour and a half. Yeah, traditional mass. They have a know, mass it's, it's and a, then the wedding. Uh, no, yeah. it's an no. hour. Oh, the one I went to was three hours. It was Irish. They had a big hour and a half long mass. Everybody ate some Jesus. And they're like, all right, was this is this the wedding yet? And then. Everyone be seated. We're ready for the ceremony. Ready for the ceremony? What are you talking about? Rock Wars, the wake-up song, and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Then they had a big thing because one of the groomsmen passed away a couple weeks earlier, so they had a mic stand with a suit on it. Let's all talk about what happened. No, 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 no. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get these two little Irish people together. She's pregnant. You got to hurry up. They're Irish. They want to drink anyway. Get to the reception. I have to pay pay honor to the Lord Jesus before we get absolutely obliterated and then try to stick our dicks in somebody else at the wedding, our own wedding. Yeah, it was crazy. So I I was like, this is it. I'm never doing this again. On the other side, like like at my dad's uh, funeral was a Catholic service. And uh, the the eulogy my brother did because I um, he says you want to do it and I go well if you want to do it go go for sure. it sure they want you to write it out the script and yeah. then you have to hand it to the have it approved uh, yeah have it approved the word like well, uh, f bombs are going to be dropped n bombs f bombs you don't know what kind of guy died here <laughs> and you have three minutes and then right. the two priests up there were um, one was maybe older than my dad wow and he had the uh, walker. And he almost fell over twice yeah, during the right. thing, yeah. which was good comic relief in a way. Sir, funerals I'm in. Because you know why? And one was a family friend. You least. can't call me six months later and say, my funeral didn't work out. We're having another one. And you don't got to bring a gift. And I don't have to buy anybody anything. I'm in on funerals. That's it from here on out. If Hopkins wants to, oh, you're coming to my funeral? Goddamn right. Big free spread at the end. And a lot of fun talking about people who aren't there anymore. Well, Joy would wedding. be saying, are you coming to... Doug's well, funeral. Doug's asked. Yeah. Doug will ask me. Well, and I have a feeling I'm going to see Doug on a bed talking about his funeral before the whole friendship's over. And that's good because you can you confer while funeral? you're alive. Yeah, I'll be there. Sure. I love funerals. When do you think that is? Can you, can you give me a date? Give me a estimate. Just not on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, make it so it's not football Sunday. Have the decency to die in, uh, you know, March. I can skip some spring training and a couple of Suns games. 
Football Sunday. You better not be dying on a Sunday. And God forbid you have better a Better be a night game. Better be a Tuesday funeral, too, because that's the clear day. And all we're going to be talking about at your funeral is the football games that happened that weekend. So, yeah, I go to funerals. That's it. I've crossed the threshold. No more weddings. And my uh, and no more kids' birthday parties. That's been a rule. That was the first to drop. Then now weddings. And now funerals are coming up. And I'll never get out of the funeral thing. That's all I look forward to at this point because all my friends are like, who's first? That's what we're waiting on. So, uh, yeah, I have my uh, physical therapy girl, Amanda, was telling me that she was supposed to go. She doesn't know how to say no to her, like you. Like, I don't know what to do. She was going to go to her two-year-old, her friend's two-year-old's birthday party in Chicago. No way. And I said, that's a flat no. And she goes, oh, I can't. I'll, I'll be letting them down. And I'm like, who? Well, the family. I'm like, they're, they're, they've got a they lot. They wouldn't understand if you didn't come. They've got a lot of nerve to say, will you come to our two-year-old's birthday party and then get mad at you for not showing up. <laughs> two-year-old doesn't know you're there. By the way, two-year-old doesn't know you. It's Nor been, care. It's been walking for like, I don't know, six months, seven months. It's got a lot on its mind right now. It's trying to just stay upright. Is that, who's that, Aunt Amanda? Never seen her before. Because you live in a different city anyway. You're growing up without this kid. Especially if it's a... You don't invite somebody that doesn't have kids to a kid's party. Oh, That is the worst. Except for you. I guess with girls it's different because you can't invite one of those baby-starved kids. Amanda's young. I think she wants a kid. So I think she likes ah, something wrong with her. I yeah, think she likes have, that idea. If they don't have kids and they don't ever want to have kids, sure, that that would yeah. make sense. But well, there's ones that are single that eventually want to have yeah. kids. It's weird. Um, well, it's not the norm, I'd yeah. say. It's generally, go to that. generally don't invite adults to kids' parties if they aren't bringing a kid along. Because I went, to all, right. I went to numerous events Ugh. to my brother and sister's kids' stuff. But mo- I was living here, so... Every once in a while, but I don't think I ever. You flew back never, for no, kids' birthdays. No, they never said fly yeah. back for a birthday. I would never do it, ever. Cousins are out. Cousin, you lose your cousins in your thirties. You lose uh, sometimes uh, like real like the, the immediate family in your forties, and then your fifties. You just sort out everybody. It's a, it's a good rule to stop doing kids' parties and weddings. I've been to enough weddings, baby showers too, and that's the reason why I get the email twenty two days. Oh, baby showers! I've. Those, never those co-ed baby showers. Like, you're out of your mind. Another thing that's it's gone is the uh, the the showers. None of that right. stuff. That's never going to be a thing. Baby again. moons, no. showers. <laughs> baby moons are for the, the baby moon. Just constantly raping your money. That's all that's happening. We're having a baby moon. What does that mean? That our lives end in at least six months. We've got to have one last thing of fun before I stop loving you and this kid comes along. Oh. Baby moon is an announcement. That she's not going to pay any attention to you after the baby shows up. Baby moon? What's that? You don't know what baby moon is? The lady gets pregnant and then demands like a vacation or a trip because our lives are going to be over when the baby shows up. Before the bump gets too big. Oh, you're out of your goddamn mind. My assessment is your life ends when the baby shows up. So you have to have one last we're still fun people trip. And they go to like Hawaii or somewhere else where she just starts, before she starts, again, it's all about Instagram, before she starts showing and getting fat, she can still be in a bikini one last time and still be visually attractive. Oh. Then she gets fat, the baby falls out, everybody starts fighting, nobody's happy, and they're like, well, that's why we had the baby moon, is because that's what we used to be, and now we're, now we're parents, we're no good anymore. <laughs> baby moon. Our kids will hear us. Yeah, $20,000 to, to have your wife have one last moment of youth. When you start looking for a guma. <laughs> and then you get a, a childless guma. <laughs> oh, the baby moon.
I had one friend go, well, she wants a baby moon. And I'm like, yeah, launch her to it. <laughs> and why in the world would you agree to that? I thought the baby was the goal. And now she's like lamenting her non or like no, no child days. I need to just celebrate my time without a child. Because our lives are about to change. No, they're not. Your life's about to change. You're single now. You might as well just start paying child support at that point. Because yeah. <laughs> she ain't going to pay any attention to you anyway. What's the difference? Fire All right, I'm out of here. Remember there me. You yeah, you You're stroking yeah. checks regardless. Yeah, exactly. You think Toledo's dad went on a baby moon? <laughs> Let me take you out one last time, doll. Before you get fat and gross. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a shocker for you coming in about six months. <laughs> are we forever... If forever is October. Anyway, good luck with all your garbage. But your weddings and your baby moons and your nonsense, silly. And kids' birthday 25th parties. anniversary, if you make it that long. Yeah. I prefer, like, real parties. Like, your birthday party. You know? If Brady's like, I'm having a birthday party. I'm like, we're going to go ruin that. That's going to be awesome. And then my next question is, are the bunch of kids going to be there? Oh, yeah, it's, there's going to be a bounce house. I'm like, never mind. Brett's birthday party. I'm going to that. <laughs> Pictures of Hoffa show up. Brett's DJing. There's people throwing up all over the place. Doing the splits. A fat man doing the splits. You don't get that at a kid's <laughs> party. This is great. That's the kind of stuff we want. At this stage, when you start getting into a certain level, I don't need to celebrate your starts. I need to celebrate one, one year closer to the end. I don't know if this is the last 12 months you've got. That baby moon's the worst thing I've ever heard of in my I'm life. I'm surprised you haven't been no. talked to about it. You would have been on one. No. No, I don't think Brett would have gone on mm-hmm. one. I don't think Brett would have said yes to that. Nope, I would have started cutting the checks. Here you go. And Brady, you I wouldn't have gone on one either because you'd have gone, what is this then? Oh, we could fly off to Napa and have a weekend? No, that's going to cost a little too much. I think that's, that's a silly idea. Here's, some, here's a bottle from Napa. Right. Let me get you one. I'll go out in the garage real quick. It's been in the Phoenix garage for months. Ah, expiration dates. They're suggestions. <laughs> it's silly. Yeah. We're also silly with our celebrate me home moments with the uh, <laughs> look at me wedding. And it's never about the wedding. It's about being stared at. And some of you shouldn't. It's your special day. It isn't that special. I've been to a thousand of them and I can't remember one from the last. I, I flew up to San Jose and then drove to Napa for a wedding. Who the hell did you do that for? They're divorced. Oh, well, she's then there dead. You go, of course. Oh. oh, there you go. <laughs> I don't want my money back. They lasted long enough, and I'm like, still. Then, come on. They're forever. Didn't last in the first place, and then she forevered herself forever. But I drove up there, and I tell you right now, in my mind, when I think of their wedding, I can't. I'm like, wait, maybe that was Mark. Nope, that might have been Richard. I. Was that Brady's? They all look exactly the same. It's two people dressed like all the other brides and grooms I've ever seen in my life, standing there doing the exact same thing. But that wedding you'll never forget. Why? Wasn't that the one where you were shopping on the uh, different across the street? She's standing on the Oh, front. no, that wasn't a wedding. That was, that was, a was just trip? a weekend out. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was just fun on the weekend. I was weekend. thinking that was the same weekend. When she screamed out from that. She was the girl who's no longer with us, uh, was raised very wealthy and had. Uh, had, had never been around diversity, let's say that. So we were walking through an antiques town in central California. It was a beautiful little city. Uh, when Jen and Brad were together, they lived there. I can't remember the name of the town. Mm-hmm. But it's got a little nice little section and a lot of arts and crafts and stuff. And she sat down 
at one of the stores across the street with a guy who carves out things with wood. And some of the things he does are animals. And she sat on the porch and shouted out across the street to us, Rich, John! We're looking over. Look at me! I'm a porch monkey! <laughs> and we lost our minds. Like, what is she doing? Did she? What did she say? I'm a porch monkey! And she's pointing to the carved out monkeys on the... <laughs> and Rich and I, I just started of- running towards her. We got a tackler. We got a tackler and we got to knock her out. She doesn't know what that is. Oh, that's one wedding I would have went to. It wasn't a wedding. <laughs> they ended up getting married. <laughs> oh, okay. And the, one of the reasons that you go to that wedding is that maybe she's going to slip up and say something horrendous. All right, we're going to go outside and we're going to chuck spears. I'm like, no, we're not. We're not. <laughs> if we hit one, then you win a prize. No, oh. no, no. She's so unaware. But it was the most innocent thing I've ever seen in my life. She had no idea what that was at all. None. Shouting it. Loud, loudly on a what? crowded Saturday afternoon. People, the streets just teeming with walkers. I'm a porch monkey. What did she just say, Richard? Your wife's going to get everybody killed. You could hear a pin drop in the yeah. two-acre area. <laughs> just flying down that road, screaming, look at me. We had to cross the road. Oh, it was awful. Street fair and this lunatic who looked like Cindy Crawford, so she got away with everything her whole life. Which didn't last long. Anyway. Crazy. Look at me. I'm a port. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget what my ears did. Run. <laughs> That's my head just said it to me. Run. She's pointing at you. Run. My brain couldn't have been more right. This is before I had tactical black, which she would have called something crazy too. <laughs> which would have been a different direction. Oh. Destroy the operator. Yeah, destroy the operator. Well, that was our goal. It's like, shut her up. I, I told him, we got to tackle her. She won't shut up. Anything's funny. Shut up. Shut up. As we're running across the road. She said it like three times. And every, the whole world froze. And we had to tell her in the car what she'd done. And she was all, like, sad. I didn't know. Like, what kind of bubble were you raised in? I didn't know. I didn't. I'm like, actually, you're the goal of all the left to say not to see color and racism needs to be, all these words need to be banned. And then, you know, you're going to slip into this. She was the least racist person I've ever known because she I didn't, didn't even know about it. I just, I don't understand it because growing up, they were never allowed on our porch. <laughs> right. Well, no, she never even saw one. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Hopefully you didn't stain her white sheets when you yeah, tackled look, her. I mean, it was, man. it was a remarkable moment of purity. She didn't know. She clearly had no clue. And it was authentic. Like, I didn't know people would. She was more depressed at humanity that that was something that people had said before. That's a thing? Like, Yes. Oh, my God. How horrible is that? I'm like, I know. And that's why you can't shout it in the middle of wherever we are. What is this, Sausalito? I don't know where the hell I am. (laughs) But I know that it's bad news. My God. I feel terrible. And she should have. (laughs) Raised uh, completely unaware, which is, in a way, quite lovely. But also, it's like walking... In a, you know, quicksand. You're going under. Terrifying. Bottom line is, never get married. Your wife might start screaming that kind of stuff and get you shot. That's the key. Uh, it's 626. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 